This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show, helping you build and enjoy the retirement you deserve. If you're looking for a better way to pursue your financial goals, the team at Hampshire Wealth Management is here to offer clear financial guidance to help you towards a more secure and successful future. Have a question for the team? Connect now at hwealth.org or call 720-706-8787. Now, Denver's Dollars and Cents on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. And good morning. Thank you so much for starting your Saturday with us. I am Bill Seller, along with uh, Troy and Laurie Hampshire of Hampshire Wealth Management. Another Saturday morning, together, everyone. Guys. Happy, happy Saturday. Be, happy to be here with my lovely co-host. She is looking good today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God this isn't TV. You can't see me, and that's a good thing. Do we have on that nice radio dress and shoes again like we did last week? Absolutely. Sparkly heels, prom dress, and all. Right. <laughs> that's how we roll over here. <laughs> well, you know, we, we do things right all the time at Hampshire Wealth Management. Absolutely. Yes, we do. Uh, we try. <laughs> we have a... Uh, A lot of good stuff to talk about this week. Some interesting stuff coming up on the show. Uh, We're going to talk about the weird correlation going on right now between stocks and inflation. We're also going to talk about your 401k. Yeah, how often should you check that? And exactly what are you looking for when you do? Also, is there a difference in financial advisors? Uh, Some do investments, some do retirement, some do both. We're going to talk about the importance of that as well. And at what point in our lives... Uh, should we start really thinking about getting our money together for retirement? We're going to talk about that with Troy and Lori. And I thought this was interesting to start today. Last year was such an odd year, right, with all those all-time highs on the market, inflation going up at the same time, uh, people, right. nobody out in the workforce. And yet, despite all of that and supply chain issues, uh, we spent a record amount of money during the holidays last year, over $204 billion, guys, which is... It's up like eight and a half percent compared to the same time last year. Isn't that head scratcher though? Yeah. I I mean, think about it. You just said it. You got people leaving the workforce. Nobody's working. Everybody's buying stuff. Money's flying around like crazy. The demand is sky high. Supply chains are tight. 200 plus billion dollars spent November and December. I don't get it. I can't figure it out. I don't get it. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that on the program today, why that's happening, how that's happening. But it really is an odd time. Bill, you mentioned last year was an odd year. How about the year before, the last two years? And we're still dealing with the same pandemic, with the same uh, supply and demand issues. And so uh, there's a lot going on that's affecting our portfolios, our 401ks, all of that. But people are still spending money. And it's crazy because, you know, it doesn't look like inflation is going to ease up anytime soon. Uh, Apparently, an interest rate hike is on the way. And and if you look at the S&P 500 over time, you know, stocks typically do better when inflation is falling. So that's why I was talking about all this confusion and the weirdness, right? So with all that going on, what exactly should investors be paying attention to right now? Well, Charles Schwab Chief Investment Strategist Lizanne Saunders talked about that and shared her insight on Yahoo Finance Live. If you go all the way back to the post-World War II era and look at every hiking cycle, when the Fed was moving quickly, typically defined as a cycle where they're raising rates at most FOMC meetings versus, say, slow cycles where they might take a break for maybe even two meetings, there's a huge difference in terms of how the market has behaved in a slow cycle. Now, given that the Fed Fund's future suggests that we're going to get 
as many as four hikes this year, starting possibly as early as March, that starts to look a little bit more like a fast cycle. And I think that helps to explain why some of the growthier segments of the market, some of the higher valuation, some of the spec areas have taken it on the chin. And on top of all that, you know, she also said that she's expecting more bouts of volatility through the first half of this year. So what do you think investors that are near or already in retirement should be doing with their retirement accounts with all of this going on? Well, first of all, I agree with a lot of what was just said. You know, Wall Street hates two things the most, Bill, surprises and uncertainty. And it seems like, you know, the the Fed meetings here are big news more so than over the last, uh, you know, the recent history. So when when the Fed has their meetings, you know, Wall Street waits on pins and needles, what's going to happen? And now they're talking about the possibility of four rate hikes this year. Uh, typically throughout history, they predict more rate hikes than we actually see, uh, just historically speaking. So I don't think we're going to see for We could. I doubt that's going to happen, but we will see interest rates start to creep up this year. Uh, but I do agree that we are going to see some heightened volatility at least through the first half of this year. And everybody's thinking, oh, great. But Listen, that happens from time to time. So let's talk about what do we do as individuals, as folks saving for retirement, or maybe folks planning for retirement, transitioning into retirement. Your best defense, let's start with the, the broad strokes. Your best defense is to have a plan. I said this last week, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So uh, what does that mean, Troy, having a plan? So we're gonna break it down here for a few minutes. First of all, you have to understand what your time horizon is and invest within that time horizon, with that time horizon in mind. So, for example, a 50-year-old that's planning on working another 15 years, that 15 years then would be their time horizon between today and when they plan on retiring versus you've got somebody that's 12 to 36 months. So now we're talking months versus years. That's a completely different ball game. That's a completely different time horizon. And too many folks make the mistake of just sort of staying invested in the same funds or the same brokerage account without making the, the modifications necessary as they approach retirement. Uh, we don't have to go back that far. Lori, I know you remember because, boy, that was quite a time in 2008, right? Oh, yeah. How many folks predicted that? Nobody did, right? And 2006, 2007, those were solid years. Everybody was making money, right? Everybody was happy. And all of the experts predicted another year of solid growth in 2008. So we listen to the experts. We look at what happened last year. Everything should be fine. Then what happened? Well, all of a sudden the mortgage crisis hit and the average drop in share price on the New York Stock Exchange was 43%. Now just think of the folks, the millions of Americans that were getting ready to transition from their working years into retirement right when that happened. That is what we call a game changer. So first of all, let's say your nest egg, your 401k, your 403b, Let's say that's going to need to have to come off the bench and play a supplemental income role in retirement. In other words, those savings dollars that you've been accumulating are now going to have to distribute income in retirement. How much risk 
should you be taking or can you afford to take with those dollars that are going to have to now create income, let's say in 12 to 36 months. So when you put it in perspective like that, I think it makes more sense uh, as folks transitioning into retirement to have a plan in place and to understand uh, how and why you need to be invested the way that you are. And Troy, if I can add to that, obviously the window of time somebody's gonna retire is, is different if it's 15, like you said, 15 years versus one year. And people are gonna be looking at their their statements a little bit differently in those times um, and scrutinize them a little bit more. But some people honestly think, uh, I don't have enough money to even consider talking to a financial professional. They, they use their family or their friends whoever, co-workers maybe, to give them some discretionary advice and then they kind of go flow that way. But honestly, here's the thing, if you've got a 401k or if you've got a TSP or whatever qualified account that's gonna take you through retirement, with your employer, you're already paying, I'm doing the air quote thing, but you're paying someone already to be a custodian of those accounts. The money is already there, whether you see it or not, which you don't probably, but there is money in play that is yours that is paying for this advice. So what's the difference between getting the advice from someone you know, or a financial professional, actually having conversations, face-to-face conversations about what your goal is and, and what income needs you have, and those conversations on a regular basis, yes, they're paid for, but why not have somebody accountable for those decisions that you're making? You're right. That's a common misconception out there is, well, I don't have enough money to deserve an investment advisor, a fiduciary, a professional money management company. And I I think the reason that that's out there is there's a lot of these big box stores and they they buy all the advertising on TV and they say, if you have $500,000 or more, give us a call, right? It's an awful thing to say. And so I think that sort of plants a seed, well, I don't have a half a million dollars in investable assets right now or uh, whatever, but that has become a common misconception out there. Here's the way I put it into common sense talk right there. Uh, Do you have dollars that will need to play an important role in retirement? Is this money that uh, that you have saved the nest egg, the the Roth IRA, the IRA, the after-tax savings? Is this money that is crucial to your retirement, the quality of your retirement? If you answered yes to either of those questions or both, then you need to be sitting down with a fiduciary, with an investment advisor, because Lori, as you just said, regardless of where your money's at now, you're paying somebody something. You're paying them something. They are not a not-for-profit organization. The question is, what are you paying them? And do you feel like you're getting a good return on that investment? Most folks, too many folks, I will say, don't know what they're paying for the financial services that they are or are not getting. Okay, so it's a really good point you make. The other part of it, when we when we talk about volatility, there's always going to be periods of heightened volatility and lower volatility. Always has been, always will be. And so the thing is, we don't know what we don't know. So we have to plan for the unknown, right? So these things like 2008, the mortgage crisis, Nobody predicted that. Nobody predicted the pandemic in 2020. So we have to be prepared for these unknowns. And as I said in the beginning, 
Wall Street hates two things. Uncertainty. What's the Fed's going to do this year? Not sure. Four interest rate hikes? None? Two? Three? What about inflation? These are unknowns. Wall Street hates unknowns. The second thing, surprises. Remember the pandemic? Yeah. So my point is, is be prepared for the unexpected and invest within your risk tolerance. Well, what do you mean my risk tolerance? I'm a conservative investor. Let me put it this way. I'll use the Las Vegas analogy. Bill, you've been to Las Vegas, right? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Who goes there? <laughs> So do you remember the first time, and maybe this didn't happen, but it does the most. The first time you went to Las Vegas, do you remember any advice that anybody gave you? Well, how much money should I take to Las Vegas? Yep. What did they tell you? Take what you can afford to lose. That's Is, exactly right. That's what they Don't me. take more than you can afford to lose, and then you won't have to worry about it, right? Well, as that relates to our 401ks and our retirement nest egg, should we be gambling on the tables of Wall Street with money we cannot afford to lose within 12 months, 48 months of retirement? So if you put it in context like that, understanding your risk tolerance and investing within it, as well as your time horizon, couldn't be more important than it is today in the world we live in. Because you know we look back at past performance of this and that, we try to gauge what's gonna happen in the future, but I think we can all agree that where we are now, uh, to some degree, we're in unchartered territory, right? So with that in mind, we provide every one of our clients and folks that we meet with a complimentary color of money risk analysis. And what this does is it helps identify the type of investor you are. Maybe you are a conservative investor. And then it tells you, well, this is how you're actually invested. This is how much risk you actually are carrying around in your portfolio right now. And I'll tell you what, it's surprising how many times I've sat down with an individual or a family. They say, we are very conservative. We are more concerned about preserving what we have than chasing a big return. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being a very aggressive investor and 1 being preservation of principle first, Troy, we're probably at about a two. And then when we create this risk analysis on their current investment strategy, and they're invested as an eight or a nine, there's a big disconnect right there. And that's where we try to help mitigate the fallout from an unforeseen market event we call them a black swan event. They're not predicted, but all boats rise and fall with the tide, like the pandemic, like the mortgage crisis, the tech bubble of 2000. It couldn't be more important, especially now, to understand what your risk tolerance is and to know for certain that you are invested within it as well as your time horizon. Absolutely. And I was going to I was going to ask you, you kind of answered my question. I was going to say, how often is your client's answer completely different from how they're actually doing things? Our clients, yep. <laughs> they are invested within their risk tolerance, but there are many folks that just, again, uh, maybe they have a brokerage statement and somebody's name appears on that statement. And I say, well, Bill, I, is that the person that you originally started work? Well, no, that person left. And so now I've, this person I was assigned to, but I haven't met them yet. And so you don't have that relationship where you are revisiting has your, what's changed, Bill? Has your risk tolerance changed? Has your time horizon changed? 
So it's important to keep these conversations going and these reviews and this analysis going as life goes on so we can keep you right where you need to be. Yeah, I guess what I was actually asking is the people come in a lot of times, they set that appointment to get their free financial review with you and they come in, you look everything over, and they say to you, well, Troy, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty conservative. And yet when you take a look at how they're investing and what their money's doing, they really aren't. So how often do you see that disparity? It's You're right. It's, it's Or they don't realize it's it has it takes more than your feeling, what you think. It's it's more, you know, what's your, your how far are you to retirement and or how close to, are you to retirement? So there's more questions asked than just how do you feel? Do you think you're a risk taker or do you think you're not? So there's there's a few more questions involved in that. But there is a, it's a good guideline. It provides a good basis of, of facts and feelings, I guess. Right. So if some of these are questions you've had about how your retirement money is doing for you, call today to get your complimentary color of money risk analysis. The number at Hampshire Wealth Management is 720-706-8787. 720-706-8787. Somebody is standing by right now to talk with you off the air and help you get set up. You know, this complimentary color of money risk analysis is all part of of your free financial review. You want to get that done as soon as you can because making sure that your retirement plan, as Troy talks about all the time, and is working for you the way that it should be, well, this is what gives you peace of mind. This free financial review will set you on the road to making sure that you are where you need to be. And the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management, Troy and Lori and their team, they're going to help you get there. 720-706-8787 is the number. 720-706-8787. And as we move forward, you kind of touched on what I was going to bring up next, Guys, uh, you know, I met a couple the other day. They were in their early 60s, and as we were talking, I told them that I do this radio show with you, and their face kind of lit up because they're actively looking for uh, a new financial advisor. And I think they assumed that I could help them. I, I straightened them out because you know, I was like, <laughs> hang on a minute. You know, they, they told me they have about $800,000 between their 401ks and IRAs, roughly a million and a half cash. And I said, look, I just asked the questions, and Troy and Lori are the experts, so I'll run it by them. But, you know, the reason they think they need a new advisor is that they get the feeling that their current one isn't retirement-focused. So why is it important that somebody in their situation have an advisor that approaches investing and retirement differently? Big subject right there. There is a huge difference, Bill, between investing investment planning, and retirement planning. Not all financial advisors are the same. Not all financial advice is the same. You know, the word advisor is used very loosely in our industry. And there's a common misconception that if someone refers to themselves as an advisor, well, I guess it must be, they must, you know, take my best interest into consideration, put it first and foremost, but that's not the case. Not all financial advice is the same. And there are advisors out there that simply want to sell you their investments or they represent a particular company in that company's set of investments. So big difference between how we approach investing and retirement planning. So let's say, for example, you want to build a new home. 
and you go out there and you find the, the perfect lot. It's got the best view, and you can just imagine this beautiful dream home on this lot. And you go out there, and there's a big pile of lumber on this lot. Now, that lumber represents your investment account, right? It's your money on there. You drive out there, what are you going to do with that lumber? How is this lumber supposed to come together and create this dream home? It's not without the blueprint. You've got to have the blueprint to follow. That's the plan. The lumber, that's your brokerage account, your IRA, your investment account. But how do these pieces fit together to create your blueprint? And that's what most folks lack that we've met with from our experience. And here's a good exercise. I encourage if you're listening now and you think, wow, do I have a plan? I mean, kind of, I know what I want, sort of know when I want to retire. Do this. Go home. Get your accounts out at the kitchen table. You've got a brokerage account here. You've got the 401k here. Maybe you have an annuity here, a life insurance plan, and set all of these statements out on the kitchen table. Take a step back and look at them. Do you see a plan or do you see a group of individual and different types of investments sitting on the kitchen table? There's a big difference. An investment account does not make a plan. Keep that in mind. Just because you are invested within this brokerage account does not mean that that is your retirement plan. There are more things that need factored in. Inflation is your income plan going to take care of your income needs, not just the year you retire, but in five years, in 10 years, and in 15 years. What about tax planning? What about inflation? Hey, if I retire this year, is the cost of living going to be higher in two years and in five years? Probably. Does your plan take that into consideration? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off, Mr. Longwinded today. Uh, I <laughs> mean, right. God love you, bless you, but I gotta sneak in some words here somewhere. Can I? Because I'm a girl, and I know we have to go into break here soon. But I want to go back to that feeling thing that you said, Bill. You were talking about they get the feeling their current uh, advisor isn't retirement focused or something like that. Yep. I am all about the feelings things. So someone's gut feel or intuition, it shouldn't be taken lightly, period, at all. When you invite certain people into your lives, important ones, you, you should be listening to your feelings and what your needs are. And, you know, some, like when you pick your spouse, obviously, hopefully you're listening to your gut feeling. Listen, I don't have a primary care doctor. I haven't in years and years. But Troy, when Troy was going through a life and death thing with cancer, I uh, you, this is years ago. He's fine now. Don't don't call on that. He's good. But I must have fired what five, six doctors, oncologists and doctors that I didn't you like. Did. It was gut feeling and because it was life or death. So here me, no primary doctor, no reason to you life and death. I was very, very into my gut feelings and stuff. And same thing with your retirement. Don't just kick the can down the road. If you have an advisor right now or don't have one at all, but you've got a gut feeling about it, or if like your people said, they're not retirement focused, if you don't have a financial professional that's on the same page as you, well, knock that off. Just, you know, give somebody else a jingle. I don't care if it's us or somebody else, but that's just not something to not listen to your gut Get on. a second opinion. If nothing else, get a second opinion. They'll either identify, hey, you know what? you're on the right track. We're going to confirm you're on the right track or there's some adjustments that need to be made in order for you to accomplish 
what you're planning on or hoping to accomplish in retirement. Now, I know we're getting ready to go into a break, Bill, but after the break, I've got a story that I'd like to share that really identifies what happens even when you go into retirement with a very sizable nest egg, but without a plan. All right. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> I loved your analogy a minute ago, Troy. <laughs> you know, if, if you want to get that second opinion because you want to find out if if some of that lumber you have is in the wrong pile, right? You, want, you may want to exactly move some right. of that lumber over to the other pile and then some of this lumber to a different pile. And this is why you need help. Honest to goodness, having a second set of eyes on anything we do in life usually does wind up helping. So give the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management a call today at 720-706-8787. Get your free financial review Get it done as soon as you can, because it's going to help you move forward into retirement with a better peace of mind and a better plan. And that kind of clarity is just worth a few minutes on the phone. 720-706-8787. Coming up next, we're going to talk about an Oreo celebration, because that's what Woo-hoo! we Nice. <laughs> this is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. Want more lessons on how to reach your financial goals? Connect online at hwealth.org or talk to our team members now at 720-706-8787. That's 720-706-8787. This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. And welcome back to Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. I'm Bill Seller, along with Troy and Laurie Hampshire of Hampshire Wealth Management and Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. Big top 20 hit for him back in 1981. Oh, gosh. There he was, uh, minding his own business on General Hospital, and then he became a rock star. Well, you know, on him, I Troy, you, you obviously we've been married a long time, and you know a lot about me, but... Bet you don't know this. New that for you? You had the poster in your bedroom. Well, like yeah. every that's other little teenage yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I subscribed to Teen Magazine. I'm pretty sure it was Teen. Uh, maybe not. But um, but I guess there must have been fan clubs or something that you could write to these people. Yeah. I only wrote two people in my teenage life. Well, an adult, too. And he was one of them. And I'm still waiting for the return letter. <laughs> I haven't gotten one yet. Well, the Postal I, Service is a tad slow, but not that slow. Right. Well, you know, it's one of those things. <laughs> you're a teenager and you have no idea. I, I waited for a year probably for him to write back and I never got anything. Well, you know. Fan clubs were a big deal back in the day. Yeah. Labor, they, they labor shortage, supply chain issues. You know how it is, Laurie. <laughs> he was doing something a lot, apparently a lot more important than writing me back. But, yeah, you know, oh. so it goes. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that for you. I, uh, Thank you. I'll see what I if can. If you can hook it up, Bill, I'm still waiting for that letter. Yeah, I'll uh, go home and just wait. I'll be right with you. We'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you. We'll yeah, it. I know. I'll be waiting a lot more years. That's oh, okay. My goodness. Well, you know, as we often talk about on this show, planning, right? Troy's phrase, failing to plan is planning to fail. Well, planning is what retirement is really all about. And just before we went into break, we were talking about some of the things that should be included in our plan. And Troy, you said that you had a story that pretty much exemplifies this exact thing. Yeah. So it really hits home the importance of understanding the difference between just investing versus having a retirement plan. So I go back to uh, you know, the crash of 2008. 
And this was sometime in the latter half of 2009. We got a call, and they had been listening to our radio program. They said, we've been listening for a while. We've been wanting to call. We need to, we need to meet with you now. This was a lovely couple uh, in Evergreen, Colorado. He was a retired airline pilot. He had retired about two years prior to calling us. And he had retired with nearly $3 million dollars. Uh, in his retirement account with the airline. And they had always talked about building their dream home. They built their dream home. They were living in that dream home. And when he retired, uh, he said, what should I do with this 401k? And they said, I will just roll it over for you and we'll just keep it invested as it is. They didn't do a risk tolerance. They didn't do any of these things. They have a plan. They said, yeah, just roll it over and you'll be fine. He did not have the advice. He was a pilot. He was not a financial advisor. And so by the time we had sat down with him, they had built their dream home. They did not have a tax strategy. So taxes just killed them without having that strategy in place, number one. And number two, he was not invested within his risk tolerance. So after he retired, 2008 hit, and I said, well, did you sit down with your advisor, with your broker, and have these conversations? And he said, well, I called once, and he said, well, if you know better than me, you can manage it yourself. And so he was a little bit intimidated by the advice he was getting. And by the time we had met with them, they were renting their dream home back from the folks that they were forced to sell it to because they couldn't afford to keep it anymore. Oh, man. And so without a tax strategy without being invested within the risk tolerance and retiring with almost three million dollars wouldn't the right advisor be doing their job properly if they said let's take care of your long-term income plan first they had no income plan they had no guaranteed income from this retirement account and it was really a sad story but i say that because we can all learn from the mistakes of others not having a plan so it's not how much money you have it's the plan that you have for the money that is sitting there well there you go folks i mean this this is really what it's all about that plan is so way to important. make everybody happy this morning <laughs> Troy. well <laughs> that's no. good but, but i don't want to sit down with somebody else that has a similar no, story know. it was sad and they're su- they were such good people too wonderful Just such people. good people to avoid being in that situation, that's why you want to trust somebody and, and you want to get a good gut feeling about who you're working with. And the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management are standing by right now off the air to talk to you about this and all the things that you have lined up for your retirement. 720-706-8787 is the number that you want to call to get in touch with them. And of course, you can find out more at hwealth.org. Org. And, you know, speaking hey, of... Hey, Bill, yeah. can I can I interrupt? Of course you can. Well, I'm good at it. Well, you did. I got it. I know. <laughs> Go it's your show. Go ahead Good at something. <laughs> well, I also want to bring up a point that we do, We Troy and I, because we had time on our hands, wrote a book. This was a few years back. It's called Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Um, you can purchase it on Amazon.com or, just going to put a little teaser out, if you would like a copy free to you, you can give us a call as well. And um, we can send you a copy of that. Um, you know, Troy and I are obviously very different 
He's got his own retirement views. He's got his own investing views. He is an investor. I'm, he's, he's a risk taker. I'm a saver. We, we complete each other in that way, in so many ways. But anyways, it's a good back and forth on, on retirement, and, and it touches on a lot of things. But anyways, if you would like a free copy, you can give us a call and ask for that as well. It's Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Income Planning for Real People Using Dollars and Cents. And you can get one for free. All you've got to do is call Hampshire Wealth Management, 720-706-8787. So not that I have to say this out loud, but there's been some turbulence on Wall Street lately. And since most of us have 401ks, uh, we asked a few listeners if they're keeping their head down or if they're getting more concerned about their retirement accounts. Here's what they had to say. So I don't really worry about my 401k, not regularly anyway. I have a financial advisor and that's what I pay him to do. So I've kind of pushed that out of my mind for now. Yeah, I'm concerned, but the truth is, I don't think there's anything I could do about it. Yeah, I really am. There's so much uncertainty in what's gonna happen in the market. Political environment, COVID recovery, things internationally, who knows? We've had a great run for a number of years, but there seem to be a lot of doom and gloomers and I don't wanna knee jerk that. I don't want to get caught flat-footed either, so where's the middle? And, you know, the other thing that kind of struck me uh, from the story, Troy, was the reaction of, of whoever their advisor had been. Because me I do. My, my attitude on that is, you know, let's remember who's working for who, right? I mean, it's right. your money. So, you know, I would be coming to you for advice, yes, but it's still my money. So my question with all this concern about 401ks and all that is, how often should we be checking those accounts during times like this and really what should we be looking for? Well I will say that folks that uh, are hyper focused in times of volatility on checking their balances and their values those tend to be the individuals that they, they aren't getting sound financial advice and so they check it out of worry and we hate to see that because we shouldn't just be tuning in to what's going on in our financial world because we're worried about what's going on, about what's in the headlines, what happened in the market last week, the first 10 days of this month, for example. But I will say that one of the biggest missteps that uh, I see is the lack of or not properly managing the 401k. And I think that was sort of born out of, you know, if we go back 30 years, when my parents, grandparents retired, they typically retired with maybe a little bit in savings, but social security and a pension. Well, what happened was the pension industry said, hey, this isn't for us, this is too difficult. The markets are volatile, interest rates are low, and people are living longer. Those are the risks that we don't want to manage. How can we shift that burden of risk to the individual versus here on the pension plan and hence was born the 401k so the 401k is your piece of that pension but it's up to you to properly manage it and listen we get busy with life we're working we're caring for our uh, many uh, folks are caring for both their parents and their children and in many cases their grandchildren so life gets busy we work we don't notice that the money's gone because it comes out before we get our paycheck and we just kind of keep doing that thing right but uh, managing it properly is very important especially as we near that retirement uh, finish line and so it's like you know we're limited on our investment 
uh, options within most plans. And so they give you the worksheet or they say log in and you'll see a list of your investment options and then you kind of pick which ones you think are best for you and, and away we go. But most folks aren't financial professionals, investment advisors, so they say, well, which one should I be in? Which one should I not? How often should I review it and change it? And those are all valid questions. My point is, is that if you have a financial, and by the way, most 401k plans, they don't say, oh, uh, Bill, now that you're in the 401k, you can call Troy and he can give you uh, ongoing advice on your 401k plan. It's kind of all at your doorstep. And that's why most folks just kind of let it go and they, you know, they look when they get worried about it. Or some folks are the opposite. They get worried so they, they don't even open their statements. And so properly managing that and doing reviews frequently, and I say frequently, I'm going to say three times a year to make sure that you're still invested where you need to be couldn't be more important than it is right now. You know, and Troy, too, I just, I talked to a uh, girl last week, she's a federal employee and she's 49 years old and she had to take a look at some of her other investment accounts. And we were able to say, hey, you know what? You're, you're performing just under benchmark, but for your age, don't worry about that being, you know, right under benchmark because you've got 20 more years. If she's going to be working for 20 more years and that's a good scenario. I mean, that felt good. That feels good to say because we don't right. always get to say that. Sometimes we don't want to show them the results because it makes us sick to think or to see because it is, it's it's in reports. It's not us. It's not us guessing, guessing or making commentary on what we think it is. It is black and white reports of how much they're paying in fees and what they're in investing assets are and such like that. And some we've just, ugh, it makes us sick <laughs> to see what they've done and to have to tell that. So there are some good stories that, you know, even if they're not right up on retirement, if they've got 20 years, if, if you've got 20 more years of Intel retirement, but you don't know how maybe your assets are growing or performing, give us a call because we can check that too. Yeah, we use a tool that's, we talked about this on last week's program. It's called WealthWatch. It's part of our technology platform in which we serve our clients. And so for our clients, uh, for example, Bill, that are still working, maybe she's retired and he's going to work another three years. So he's still contributing to that 401k plan. Okay. And so we use a platform called WealthWatch. And even though that 401k is not our account with that client, we help monitor these accounts for our clients and it doesn't cost them anything. So this Wealth Watch, it automatically monitors their 401k values and volatility in the overnight cycle every single night. And we set parameters. So Bill, let's say that you say, well, boy, you know, if, if my account moves more than 7%, I really get nervous. So let's go ahead and let's set this threshold at 7%. If your 401k is down 7%, we're automatically going to get an alert and I'm going to reach out to you and say, hey, Bill, we hit that threshold. Let's go ahead and review and see if this might just be a, a blip or if this is something where we need to maybe make some adjustments within your 401k plan. And we provide that for each and every one of our clients because it really does take more than just hope that things will come back. And, you know, even folks that are planning on working another five or seven years, it's very, very real that they could end up 
shifting into retirement in one year or two years. Look at how many folks are retired now or out of the workforce that plant, planned on working until 2025 because right. of what happened in the last two years. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of folks, I think, when they get the 401k plan from work, they just they sign up for it. And then they, all they do is they check the bottom line every month when they get their statement, right? They're not seeing how, it's, right. how it's getting there or what's causing it. They just look at the bottom line. And, you know, if, if you need to understand more about how your 401k is working or you don't really want to know, but you need to have somebody watching it for you, this is another thing that the good folks at Hampshire Wealth Management can do for you. When you give them a call at 720-706-8787, set up that free financial review, 720 706 8787. Somebody from Hampshire Wealth Management is waiting to talk with you right now off the air. And they can talk to you about things like your 401k, about setting up a plan that will deal with inflation during retirement, and all these other factors that affect our money. So give them a call at 720-706-8787. And of course, when you call today, you'll also get a copy of Troy and Lori's book, Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Income planning for real people using dollars and cents. I mentioned before the break I was going to bring up an Oreo thing. I figured, why not do it now? Lori got really excited yeah, on that Yeah, she one. did. Why not do it now? Did, for why those not? of you that are interested, Oreo will be uh, 110 years old this year. And wow. they are uh, offering a new chocolate confetti cake cookie on January 31st. I just thought I'd throw that out there. As you know what? what? I don't. I don't like those. Those. Oh, those nuances. They're the new things that they throw at us. Because then, what if Why? you like them a lot? Well, then you can't find them again. It's just kind of rude. I think. Like if it's something really good, just leave it there. Let me have it. Because. But when you turn a hundred years old, you you've really been around long enough to earn the right to do whatever you want. Yeah. And it is a limited yeah, edition. Even a cookie show. company. I'm afraid. I'm afraid it is a limited edition, Lori. So you're gonna have to grab them while you can. I, right. It's, it's just, it, it makes me think, eh, do I really want to try it? Because what if I really, really like it? But it sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's good. It's good to I'm be sure of that. one of those things that mm, I would do, and I'm hungry right and, now. And, so, I, and I brought that uh, up. We could wrap this up, and I could go eat. That'd be great. <laughs> I'll grab my Oreos right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe milk. too early for sweets, but whatever. Um, it still sounds yummy. I'm sorry, is that such a thing? Too early? For no. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, not, not really. That's not, <laughs> not. Yeah, you're right. I, I bring it up because the, the subject of my next story wasn't that far off from being here when Oreos got started. Her name is Betty Lindbergh. And th- this could be such inspiration for so many people. She is still a runner at the age of 97. She's setting records wow. doing it. She tells us that people frequently stop to cheer her on during races just because of how old she is. It's so surprising. I always say I can do it maybe two, three minutes faster, but I have to stop for selfies. <laughs> and I'm surprised at the number of people that know me. I mean, they, you pass me. They pass, they pass me. They say, hey, Betty, keep going. You're doing good. <laughs> just think that that's so inspirational Good for her. and so funny. And, you know, uh, we, we talked to some coaches. We did a poll uh, about running later on in life, and, and they said that, you know, now that you're in your 50s, 60s, or 70s, you, you want to think about what you want to accomplish in a race rather than comparing yourself to when you were younger and faster. And I, I thought to myself, kind of like how we get ready for retirement, right? When we're younger, we're running a lot harder, maybe not saving quite as much, but then when we get to our – 50s and 60s, that's when it really matters. You know, Bill, my dad, I remember when I was in my 20s, he used to say, nobody really starts saving until they're in their 50s. And he said that because obviously he had kids, us kids, and he put us through college and, you know, bills to pay and stuff. And you're just squirreling away money and 
paying it back out in bills. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing for most people. I mean, obviously, there's certain circumstances where that's not you. But, you know, you're just coming into your own right of your career and making money as you go. But it's it's going right back out. And then in your 50s, usually, especially if you have kids, you've done paid for their schooling and Oh, all the headaches mm. and wonderfulness that they yeah. give you. And, but, but then you're done and then you can focus on, on yourself. I never really s- bought into it. Thirties, twenties, thirties. Who was I? I didn't, I mean, I was raising my kids, but I realize as I meet with people that really they are starting mostly as a generality, but mostly they're starting to save money for retirement really in leaps and bounds in their 50s. One other thing that we do is we don't appreciate where we're at. I can look at myself and say, gosh, I am not where where I'm at. I wish I had done more with my life. But I actually, actually one of our people I was talking to last week made me realize that I get, we gotta appreciate where we're at. Whatever place you're at, look at those things that you've done. Don't wait until you're 70 and, you know, try and run a faster race at every place that you are right now appreciate where you are and know that you can probably do better but i think age is just a weird thing and especially when it becomes or comes to investing and troy is looking really weird at me right now but i know i have a point (laughs) you always do well in my own head i do here's the point that i got great kids are expensive i'm glad ours are up out of the house we've got one more year of college out of our four that's it we're done. Um, but man, those kids are little. I love them. Love so, them. what was the question? But, just kidding. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I just saw dollar dollar signs <laughs> flying out of. But it's true. I mean, it, we get busy. You know, we're raising families and working, and and you know, it 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 costs a lot of money. And by the time you get to your fifties, early sixties, that's when your people really start honing in on that next big stage, which is retirement. Most folks at the age of 30, at least I didn't, Bill, you probably didn't, you weren't focused on retirement. You you weren't worried about, well, yeah, I spent a little bit too much there. Yeah. Yeah, no, not at that age I wasn't. I mean, heck, I'm, you know, when you're that age, retirement just seems like a lifetime away. Because it was so far away. But once you really you get into your 50s and 60s, you really do need to approach it a little bit differently. Than, and, and you will, by nature, you will automatically. But that's when you need to start making the good decisions like we've been talking about on the program today. Get a second opinion. Maybe you haven't even gotten a first opinion yet. Well, start with that. Uh, many folks have been paying an advisor that if they were in an elevator with that person, they wouldn't even know they were standing next to the person that was getting paid on their brokerage account or on their investment account. So that doesn't have to be you. But I think understanding where you're at, Lori, is a well said, understanding where you're at, planning from that point forward is the best message that we could give. Well, there's that word plan again. We talk about it all the time, right? Having a plan for your retirement is really what's going to put you at peace of mind. I wanted to go back real quick, guys, and and ask you about the book, uh, Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Uh, What all is in there? What are people going to find? Because I know that if they call today, we can give them a free copy. Yeah, Lori and I had talked about this for several years before we finally sat down and put this book together. Because if you go to your local Barnes & Noble and you go to the finance section and you pick out a book and you open it up, it's like reading algebra, right? A lot of these books are written by a 
uh, financial professional for other financial professionals. And they need to be dumbed down. So we did that. And what's interesting and very unique about this book is at the end of every chapter, whatever subject matter we covered, Lori gives her synopsis in she said, and I give mine in he, he said. So it basically gives the vantage point from both a male and a female because they're not all the same. <laughs> Trust me on that. Uh, but it really is a common sense book on retirement income planning. It's common sense, straight talk uh, when it comes to how do we prepare for it? What are some of the things that we should be prepared for once we enter retirement? And we really cover it all in a plain, straightforward manner in the book, which we've had great feedback from the book over the, the last several years. Uh, but if you had not yet had a chance uh, to read it or request your copy, today's a, a perfect time for it. To get yours, you've got to call 720-706-8787. That's how you get in touch with Hampshire Wealth Management. Troy and Lori and their team are standing by to help you with that free financial review and to get a copy of Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Uh, but I'm just, you were saying he said, she said, kind of thinking of the old uh, point-counterpoint bit on Saturday Night Live with uh, yes. Dan Aykroyd it, and Jane Well Curtin, said. But, but uh, we don't need to go any further into that. So. That's kind of no, like it is I in know. our family That's all right. the time. So, yep. Yep, we understand. So give them a call today to get on the calendar for your free financial review. Also that complimentary color of money risk analysis, which is actually part of the free financial review. But this will show you exactly where you are as far as your risk versus return in life right now. Is it where it should be? Does it need to be tweaked? Well, the folks at Hampshire Financial Group can help you understand all of that. So again, the number is 720-706-8787. It never hurts to have a second set of eyes on all that money that you need through your retirement years. So give them a call about that or if you have any questions about something you heard on the show today. Troy and Lori, as always, it has been a pleasure and I look forward to talking with you guys again next week. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you, Troy. I'm going to go eat. Brunch, anyone? Have a great rest of your weekend and a great week. You too, guys. And thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. You've been listening to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show. Investment advisory services offered through Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Colorado and Arizona. Insurance products and services offered through Hampshire Group Incorporated. Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC and Hampshire Group Incorporated are affiliated companies. At a time when we're not sure who to trust, it can be especially tough to trust someone with our life savings. After all, you put 30, 40, or even more years into building those savings. Now you might need them to last just as long. That's why Troy and Lori and their team at Hampshire Wealth Management offer a complimentary financial review. They'll give you an objective view of where you stand today, what tomorrow looks like, and best of all, it's all in black and white. It's about a plan, not a product. And it's the start of a relationship that will last you all the way through retirement. Just call 720-706-8787 to get started. That's 720-706-8787. Someone from Troy and Lori's team is waiting to talk with you off the air right now. Or find out more online at hwealth.org.